1: G. Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Like, you ever see something in a in a show or something, you know, the writers just got lazy, right? Like, oh, they're trotting out that device, right? Either a button broke, or the writers just got lazy. Like the entire last season of Game of Thrones? Like the whole
2: entire thing? Oh, well, they thing. just got away Start from the finish. books, and they ruined
1: the show. How about but, House of Dragons? <laughs> no,
2: they got lazy. Yeah. that House of Dragons. I like. No, okay? no, because before, like no, there was not.
1: Too, that wasn't based on the books. The last, right? The books, the
3: books ran no, no, out. What happened is f-
2: like those guys got like the the next Star Wars movie, and they were in a hurry to get to it, yep. so they just mailed it in oh, it was and, a terrible and did the scene. easy thing. It was, it was a shame. Anyway, Have you seen House of Dragons.
3: Hey, Danny. No, no. What's up, Key? What's up, Grazi? How we doing? Have oh, you man. noticed? You know, I'm good. Good, bro. better than Grazi? flickering? What? What's? The, why are the lights flickering on and off in that? That's studio? a good question. Weather's a
4: storm. Weather's horrendous here.
3: Yeah. Oh. Precipitation have you noticed Tuesday. have you what noticed else, this on what Tuesdays? Else is, what else, else is, is new, Grazzi? Rains and
5: snows.
4: Always rains on Tuesdays.
2: I came in every Tuesday during the season. I don't remember it. It's it's rained every Tuesday. Yeah. Interesting.
3: Hey, I want to ask you something, Dan. I was wondering I was All thinking right, about that's why this. I'm I here. knew you were going to come on. Uh-huh. Um being exhausted as a as a sports reporter, or a journalist. Is this Aaron Rodgers story that's been carrying on for weeks now and months so to speak even back to last year what's he going to do at the end of the year all those sort of things is this one of the most exhausting stories that you had to have covered in your career I
2: mean look uh, there's different kinds of exhausting right like I'm exhausted when I travel a lot and this story doesn't require that so so I think in terms of sort of psychologically like I mean, we're, we're we're figuring out new ways to talk about it on the air, and that can be kind of exhausting. I, I just like, to me, it's just like, you don't want to let it get to you because you feel like that's what he wants.
4: Yeah, Jay. Right? <laughs> like, you know, it gets like to me, Dan.
2: He wants to be able to come on the air at some point later this week and say, oh, those idiots on TV didn't know what they were talking about, and I'm enlightened and smarter than everybody else. and whatever. So, whatever. I mean, he can take his time. I don't care. He could do what he wants with his life and... And we'll continue talking about it because he's Aaron Rodgers and he's interesting. So I, no, I I'm get,
4: I'm all right with it. I just get frustrated because it's like, um, you know, it's it, it, Aaron Rodgers is buffering, and while he's buffering, <laughs> he, he he keeps giving us words articulating. He's still buffering, and he I'm is. like, but just go buffer somewhere is, and be quiet. You're, this is what he wants. He's trying to provoke a
2: reaction in you. Hey, why giving is everyone
1: complaining? Wants. I don't get like the exhaustion. The guy with working with a jackhammer is exhausted. Yeah. This is content. Aaron right. Rodgers is the greatest content creator we've and we, had in uh, years. And once this is this
2: great. Once this story goes away, what are we going to be talking about? Like, where's Jacoby Myers going to sign? Like this, right. is right? So exhausting. Yeah, I think it's great. This is Keith. easy
1: to tease it up for
2: us. I think but it's great. Yeah,
3: it, it, yeah, of course, no, it's I mean, not it, four it's, a.m.
2: where I am, so maybe you're no. no I'm fine with it. Oh, I don't.
3: Okay. It it doesn't really bother me because I understand what he's doing. He's getting ready to go to a conference in Denver in May. To deal with some some other stuff. Now, is get, that the psychedelics? <laughs> Come it's in June. Yes, yeah, it's in June. It's, oh, is it June? Yeah, in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah June. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. So stuff. he's gonna deal. He's gonna deal with that other stuff. So I get yeah, it. Keynote speaker. Um, but Dan, what are the Jets though? Like, if he decides to go back to Green Bay, <laughs> even though it's like Green Bay doesn't want him. <laughs> well, I mean, they got 58 million reasons they why it yes, better work, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. So if he makes the the, the hard turn and goes back. What are they left with now? Not much. has gone. I mean,
2: this is sort of the knowledge that they fought the good fight, you know, like that kind of, I don't know, Jacoby Brissett. I, I mean, the, the, the Jets have made a conscious decision here to, to take a big swing, right? When you swing for the fences, you run the risk of striking out. And, and I think the Jets have decided that if we wanted to pursue Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo, we could have done that. Those deals that Carr got and Garoppolo got were not unbeatable deals. The Jets could have, could have offered more easily. Uh, but they decided that's not the way they wanted to go. They wanted to take this big swing, and, and and with that comes complications and difficulties. Now, they have a couple things working for them. One, I don't know where else he's going to go with Garoppolo in Vegas. Like that, that seemed to be the only other place he was going to go, unless somebody like Miami or San Francisco is about to pull something out of their hat, uh, which I don't think they are. So the other thing is they have they hired Nathaniel Hackett, who is now their offensive coordinator, and who knows the man. He he knows Aaron Rodgers. He's almost like. They're Aaron Rodgers whisperer right in the building so that they can go to him and he can say, guys, this is just the guy like he needs to operate on his own timetable. It'll be okay, et cetera, et cetera. So I think the Jets are at a pretty good frame of mind from what I can tell. The last time I checked in there was last night before I went to bed. Everybody seemed okay. They said they're just waiting. No one is nervous. So, you know, maybe today, maybe tomorrow. I don't know.
3: Is there, is there any flip in any of these guys? What I mean by that, can they be flipped before 4 p.m. tomorrow? Who? Any of the quarterbacks that is of agreed already? I know Carr's already Carr's signed. because he That's was official. Carr, Carr can sign because yeah. his is official. But the other guys yeah. that, you know, can they, do you think they could, like if he all of a sudden, before 4 tomorrow decides yep. to say, I'm going to do something different, do you think they would try to go back and flip?
2: Well, those are two different questions. Do you think they would, or do you think they can? I, the, the Jimmy Garoppolo deal with the Raiders cannot be official until four o'clock Eastern tomorrow. So, yes, if all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers wanted to go to the Raiders and they wanted him, the Raiders could absolutely back out of the Garoppolo deal. Now, please, I am not reporting this. Like, I'm just answering Key's <laughs> question, right? Like, right? Like, the, te- technically, none of those deals that were agreed to yesterday are official or can be till four o'clock. So, uh, four o'clock tomorrow, rather. So, yes, but I. I think we are I think we're spinning our wheels here to some extent. I think the strongest likelihood here is that Aaron Rodgers ends up playing quarterback for the Jets in 2023. It's just
1: it's Aaron and these things take time. If if he doesn't, real quick. If that was going to be yep. Okay, go go go. No, ahead, no, sorry. that was going to
4: be exactly where I'm going. If right. he if he doesn't go to what the hell do the Jets do? Is yeah. Lamar
1: Jackson an I mean he's sitting there, right? Based on the fact that the Jets
2: seem determined to swing for the fences, I think it's fair to believe that, yes, that if if they did strike out on Aaron Rodgers, they would at least look into what it would take to get Lamar
1: Jackson. What are the yes. other options at this point, other than well, with Zach what he Wilson. said? If you could, Zach Wilson's not Zach Wilson, an option. I, I know.
2: I know. I mean, it's not much. It's Jacoby Brissett, it's Baker Mayfield, it, it, it's guys like that, that. That I mean, look, I mean, Jacoby Brissett played well for the Browns. That's not... If you wanted to go that way, then you would have looked at Carr, you would have looked at Garoppolo, maybe played harder on those. They want the big star. And that's why I think, yes, if they if they struck out on Rodgers, you would have to count them
1: as a likely Lamar Jackson Ooh, If I'm a Jets fan, I hope they strike. If I'm a Jets fan, I'm not. But if I was, I would hope they strike out on Rodgers so they could pr- pursue Lamar. It's a better option. Come on. He's hmm? 26 years old. Yeah, the man. Jets, the way they're constructed, they could be a terror for the next 10
4: years. I'm a sneeze. Sorry. Uh-oh. Oh, here comes the sneeze. Oh, no, no, still I think holding. I got it. I think got it went it? away. I that's the worst. It's where, better to get a How close are you to Max? Yeah, well... <laughs> was max on that mic before how are the
1: know. eagles how are the Eagles going to handle like their whole defense seemed to sign yeah they knew
2: this was coming right like they knew they were going to lose guys. I think in the secondary there 's still some hope right i i mean c j Gardner Johnson might be gone elsewhere, Bradbury might come back they still don't know how that's going to shake out up front. They've kind of been preparing. They drafted Jordan Davis and a Kobe Dean last year, figuring they'd be ready for bigger roles this coming year. They have two first-round picks this year, so they can replenish quickly on that side of the ball if they need to. So they've planned for this. Obviously, the Eagles know how all their contracts are structured, and, and you know they plan out three years at a time, four years at a time, like everybody else. So uh, they'll take some hits on defense. They'll have a new defensive coordinator, so they'll have a lot of work to do on that side of the ball. But, again, they're prepared for it, and they're well-armed in terms of um, draft capital to address the issues. And we'll see what happens in the secondary. I think there's still some,
4: some sorting out that needs to be done back there. Dan, which team do you think has improved themselves the most?
2: Well, for the price, it better be the Bears. I mean, right? I mean they just threw money around like, like sailors yesterday, but they had so much to do, right? So many holes on that roster. So I think that's probably the, the easy answer at this point. You know, there's not a lot there's not a ton of evidence that building through free agency is the best way for long term success. But you do see a little short term boost sometimes with when when teams do that. And, you know, Tremaine Edmonds, 18 million a year. That's a lot of money. But he's 24. Like if you're going to sign a free agent, right, that's that's where you want. He's 10 months older than Justin Fields. right? (laughs) So you're building a team around Justin Fields. He's a high priced free agent, but he's also a guy that can grow. Uh, with your young core, and it's
1: not like this is in lieu of, uh, instead of drafting. They have a ton of draft capital.
2: They have, they have more than they did a week ago. Yeah, then they, you know, they have the ninth pick, and they have, um, you know, they, yeah, uh, and they have picked an extra and first rounder next year. So no, the Bears are look, Ryan Poles, the young GM, first time GM. But has very clear ideas about what he wants to do from a team building standpoint. Like he he's very focused and and, and and he sticks to a plan. So he knows what he wants. Everything is not fly by the seat. They they've identified Matt Eberflus, the head coach, looks at Tremaine Edmonds and sees somebody who can be in his defense. What um, Darius Leonard was once upon a time in Indianapolis when when Eberflus coached that defense. So like everything is very targeted. They're not just grab grab grab. They know what these guys are going to be for them. So which yeah, makes, I like what which, they
3: did, which makes all the sense in the world.
2: They need to help on both lines still: D line and offensive line. But they, line, they have yeah. they have more cap space. They have more draft picks for that.
3: Mm. Yeah, they could and they can address that in the draft and the second wave of free agency if they choose to do so. Needing help, you're alum. You're an alum of Georgetown, right? Oh, they need help. This. They need help. All <laughs> things, Dan. And a guy sitting in the studio with you right there, in Jay Williams, has. Here. Uh, quietly and loudly uh, courted this job. It's no, I am. Can you help Jay get an interview, land this thing possibly? Yeah, who do you know If there? he takes it serious?
2: I mean, the, one of the issues Georgetown too too has long. is, like, the same people running the place that were when I was there, which is yeah. a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I don't – like, to me, like, I think, honestly – like it would have been great if Ewing had been successful, but obviously he was far from it. I think it's time for Georgetown to look outside of the building for their next head coach. I mean, like he, John he's Thompson right in the building with you. John Thompson has picked the last three coaches, right? And obviously he won't be picking this one. He's no longer with us. But I, I do think it's time to kind of separate from that era a little bit and try something different. Can so I tell you who the Let's coach go, be? Jay. Can Come on, you, man.
1: Can
4: I Tell you who the coach. Should I be? could tell you, JJ Redick, or no, the uh, coach should be Ed Cooley. Who?
2: Well, I think, sure. I think Ed Cooley would be a great head coach at Georgetown. You're going to get him out of Providence where he grew up? And I mean, yes, like, I think, I think he's like Mr. Providence. I think for the Providence, right dollar right? amount. That, that why super wouldn't you, you, guys why actually wouldn't have, you, you could. be a great head coach? I would coach
4: support at Ed George Cooley. Because I'm not campaigning, campaigning for myself. I think Ed Cooley has but all the But That's it's okay. Key well, no, and I, I can campaign, campaign for, for you. you. Yeah, exactly. we're campaigning for Jack. I'm all for it. Let's do it. Dan's
1: going to make a few phone calls.
2: Guys, I mean, again, no offense. Like, I have nothing against Patrick Ewing. Like, it couldn't go any worse than it did the last six years. Like, it was Disaster. Well, that's the
4: job you, you got. To, you got to win like six games first year. You know, you got to do it slow over time. Jay has a plan on how to do so this Win six games, then you win nine. Oh, I try win like you nine. Win Jay, I can coach,
1: I'm our best player. What? No, no, no. You just
4: need to develop. A Stay, in game. Keep developing. Stay in the gym. <laughs> this conversation and on top is insane. On,
3: on top of that, Jay, I can help mm-hmm. you put the nil deal together. Yeah, I can help. But well, we you got the super pack already,
4: q We got the. Yeah, we got that.
3: So that's what I'm saying. You going to start assistants, out with six wins. You know who your assistants are going to be already. You already know all that. Rich all Paul on line
4: one, baby. Come
1: on, get Rich. Get it done. Let's go. Jay has a plan. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max coming to you live from the Seaport brought to you by Patron. Perfection <laughs> starts with Patron. I got
3: a footer for you, too. Yeah. I'm hiding to hide right now. Thanks, Dan, me? as always. I don't I see think you later. guys
2: really needed me for that conversation. I really don't. Do you you have all have you. the connections. It like this you is knew your, what you wanted the, to say, and, and I was just a. I just wanted to get the inside. You're a track. distinguished I feel, I feel alum. I feel, I feel used. That's how no, I feel. Oh, you feel and Monica McNutt. No, you and, not, and Key you guys, had, yeah, yeah, ask yeah, Monica yeah, what she yeah. thinks. She's yeah. close to the program that I have. She's there a lot more recently. Yeah. Pro yeah. football hall of famer
1: and Packers great Leroy Butler will join us at 8 a.m. Eastern to talk Aaron Rodgers. I'll listen
2: Actually, I won't. I'll be on TV. But good luck with the interview. Is what?
1: playing for the Jets or retiring? Are those Rogers' only options? KJM ESPN Radio.
6: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience –
7: If you're just not that in, then what are we doing here? I need a quarterback all in.
8: Probably would have given him a deadline of of Saturday, guys, because we're in a situation now, no Derek Farr
1: now, no Jim Barofalo. Jets management need this guy to be committed to not only them as an organization, but to those individual players. So when is he going to show up if he does come? Every hour that goes
7: by here, there's a sense of urgency that Jets need an answer. But if it's this hard for you to make up your mind you want to do that, then I'm out.
1: No, you're not, Greeny. Stop it. You're exactly. still going to give him the keys to your apartment if he wants to use it. If he, if he comes to New York. Greenie's such a Jets fan. Greeny claims that uh, Larry David is the biggest, you know, like most high-profile Jets fan, and then there's a bunch of spaces, and then guys like him. But I don't know. Greeny's a pretty big Jets fan who has a public platform. He talks about it a lot. Yeah, G- probably Greeny. I, Greeny. I think Greeny. I think so. That's a big thing to get Larry David in something. Mm.
3: All
1: right, Listen. Adam y'all, y'all got
3: people thinking I'm the
4: feds. I,
3: you're an narc.
1: <laughs> I mean, listen. You're really an arc. You know, I mean. if it walks like a fed and quacks <laughs> like a fed. Adam Schefter, ESPN's senior NFL insider on the 12 p.m. Sports Center yesterday.
7: <laughs> Rodgers can either play for the Jets or he can retire. Now, he could always opt to go back to Green Bay, but I think both sides have kind of moved on and they seem past that. At this point in time, and it would create a very sticky, tricky situation there where maybe then Jordan Love would want to be traded.
4: Sticky, tricky situation.
3: Is playing for the Jets or retiring? Are those the only options for Rodgers? Oh, I, I, I just, I, I hate the retirement conversation because I, if, if he, reti- come on, man. <laughs> it's just, you you know back, stop, money, man. Man, ain't Nobody, Nobody's doing that. Just stop the retirement talk. He ain't. He's not there. He's not there. He ain't All no. the
1: hallucinogenics in the world ain't having you walk away from sixty million, right?
3: No, hell no. His agent ain't gonna let him do that. But anyway, I think the Jets is the, the, the spot for him. You could tell that the, the Green Bay Packers essentially have moved on uh, from Aaron Rodgers and, and they they're starting to look toward Jordan Love, which they should. They gotta exercise Jordan Love fifth year option, which is about twenty one million dollars in the month of May. They've got a. They've got about two months to get that thing taken care of, and and he's the quarterback of the future. I mean, that's just what it is. I'd be shocked to see if Aaron Rodgers tried to go back to Green Bay,
4: knowing that they've essentially said, "Go, on, man. We don't want you." So Aaron's gonna get his money. That, that's that's a fact. I don't think he's gonna retire either. Key, I'm with you on that. It, it, it does make me think, though, because you know, when you're not raised in an environment, you're more like a. Uh, a hired mercenary, right? Like you're an assassin now. So I, it does make me think. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl after one year with this Jets team, do you think we'll come out next year thinking more about Aaron Rodgers or thinking less after the New Can't York? Can't be Media? one
1: year though, because they're going to have to rework his deal in order to get him under the cap. So forget about the sixty. He's going to get more money to get to go to the Jets, well, right? I don't see how else
4: man. they can do it. Do you think yeah, they are end up a, liking Aaron Rodgers more or disliking him more after? They're a year not with, with New they're York? not going win. They're not
3: going to win the Super Bowl next year, so that's out. Well, that, that, so. You what, got two. But, you got two bites at the apple with this guy. Yeah, they let's, got let's two to honest. three. Two to three years to get it done. Okay, two so to three years to get it done.
4: What do you think? You, you think year. if Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl in New York, he'll be more beloved by fans? Yes. If he wins the Super Bowl yeah, in New York, no, he, I think by New York fans, I think he'll nah, be. But if he won, no, becomes if he becomes a
3: bigger deal. Now if he won the Super Bowl if he won the, the, the Super Bowl in New York, everything that was ever said about his ability to win the Super Bowl in Green Bay a second time would be completely erased. Put to bed. Uh yeah. put to bed. He would he would put See? himself in that conversation with even though he has less championships than Tom Brady, uh he will probably wind up with less championships than Patrick Mahomes, less championships than Joe Montana. But that converse that that, that conversation and that noise will start. Is it Patrick? Is it Joe? Is it Tom Brady? I get it. Is it Aaron Rodgers? I mean, Elway's got two. Rodgers got
1: at least as much talent as that, and he'd have two. And, by the way, for a franchise who hasn't won since 1969.
3: But Elway's not really talked about as much as those other three. You guys are Mm, talking
4: about on the field. I get on the field, but the exposure personality-wise in this city like the ups and downs, the ride of that, like I do wonder where people will come out on that side of it. You guys are talking about on the field, and that makes all the sense in the world. But to get there, hold on, Key, to get there and all the stuff that you're going to hear him talk about throughout the process, it could lose a lot of people now. A lot of people are already off this train. We have callers calling and saying, I'm tired of talking about it. Like You don't think people are ready to get off this train?
3: Everything that Aaron Rodgers is doing, a lot of people do. They just do. And they win. And when you win, and you are in, people don't they they In they New York, know. what do you mean in a lot of people y- do? People don't people don't do a this lot like of the way Aaron Rodgers have done. It. A lot of speak at psychedelic conferences. <laughs> Stop. People, people a lot people. of a lot of professional athletes that are polarizing. Right. Wins, and when you win, guess what people do? You remember you remember Tiger Woods? You remember all that he went through?
1: Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, oh, it was Tiger Woods. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> everything that he's gone through in his personal life and all of the things but, and then guess what he did he won the masters again but tiger
4: and different no tiger but jay you should appreciate like this in the media you you appreciate you
1: can you you're from this area the one town where if you win it's a wrap is new york city you win in new york it's so It's oh, especially if you have a. If you're controversial, Reggie Jackson, who was already a champion when he got to town, oh, the the storm around okay. him and the stuff he would say and the tabloids were killing him. Then he had five home runs in the World Series. It was.
3: Over. I know. He, I don't know who else did he play for. I only know him as a Yankee. <laughs> who? Reggie. 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 Oakland A's, he won yeah, three I, World I'm Series. Just, he only won two with the exactly, Yankees, three with the A's. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm, right. just, I'm just I'm trying. The uh, Reggie you, Bar.
4: You don't know anything right. about the Reggie Bar. Reggie Bar. I'm just, all right, people think Kyrie had a contentious relationship with the media here in New York. I, I look forward to seeing what that relationship but Ky, looks like. With but you're right, right. but if Ky, didn't Kyrie didn't win. If you want to chip, I, it'd be I, different. I, I, I hear yep. you. I, hear, I mean These guys barely played together. Injuries, all these things factor. That's, that's what fine, I'm saying, though. No, if he doesn't, if, if he doesn't win, key. And it's more likely he doesn't. It's more likely, he it's more likely like he, than he doesn't he, win he does win.
1: It's more likely that he doesn't than he does because there's only one championship in 32 teams. You're right, Jay. 100. percent I'll bet you that's part of the reason. He's in. He's in a uh, what's holding pattern holding over pattern. the airport right now. But if now. he
3: doesn't. But if he doesn't win in New York, yeah, he'll just be dust. He'll go away. He'll go. Or away. even
1: if he gets you to a championship no. game, Favre no. got him yeah, to he, a championship. No. Champ, it, 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 no.
3: It, it, yeah, if he gets him to a championship game, people, people will be like, okay, what? whatever. You yeah, think he'll if he, what? If, yeah. if he don't medi- win, it'll it'll go away. In he, the media capital even think about of this country. They won't. They yeah. won't think in, about in, it. No in the capital like in which people talk about world. this dudes, people talk about all day long okay, about man. the media I'm capital. Jay,
8: I'm
6: just, they let
3: him. They let him go on about his business. Okay, they'll sorry. turn. The but page if he the missed the playoffs, if he missed the playoffs, no, that's a wrap. If he doesn't of Aaron do anything, could get way
4: worse. Yeah, no, if he doesn't
3: do anything, if he doesn't do anything, and they they still be the Jets, then people be like, he he wasn't anything. Why did we do this? But. For the most part, if he goes to the playoffs and they lose or whatever, he'll just be a guy that was a quarterback that played in New York.
4: No,
1: Keith. Can't miss the
3: playoffs, no, not, though. Not, Cannot not, miss not, the
4: playoffs. Not, not, not with a quarterback that people are saying may be the greatest talent. What does he have ever, to do, Jay, and quickly, in your you opinion? You have to win it. You have to win the Super Bowl or it's a you, failure? You have to get them. They were close. Okay, so let's get into a
1: championship yeah, game. That's a wash. If
4: you don't make the playoffs in the AFC. No, no, no. If you don't make the playoffs that's what I'm in, let's saying, say the two brand years. Be, you guys are always talking like, oh, oh, oh. It just, it'll just dissipate. or just go away. So if he the, yes, I'm like, no, this no the, the
1: this, brand could be exponentially worse. That's the thing about risk, as these Silicon Valley
3: yeah, banks are no, finding out, right? Risk right, comes with high let's upside and low it, downside. Lean into it some more, Jay. I mean, but if You're he wins the Super Bowl, just, you, you admit, mean, Jay? Unbelievable. Jay,
1: if he wins the Super Bowl, what are you Bowl, talking about? Jay, is the risk worth the re- is the reward worth the risk? In your opinion, winning the Super Bowl in New York versus the downside of missing the playoffs? Yes I or no? I rather win a Super Bowl in Green Bay. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, I think that ship has sailed. Is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly seven hundred dollars on average. When does that panic alarm start sounding? I think Greeny's already sounding the alarm.
0: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
7: The Keyshawn, J. Will and
0: Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max,
1: ESPN Radio. We are joined now by Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider.
4: Good morning, Mike. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Mike, can you clear up a debate for me? I, I made oh, I, I made the point that if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets and he doesn't win, or they don't get to the playoffs, that his brand, I'm not saying his place in history as a player, but his overall brand, he could do damage to his brand.
8: Yes. When you're in New York, everything is times 10. If it goes great here, he will go down as an all-time great and be celebrated with the Derek Jeters of the world and Lawrence Taylors. If it doesn't go well here, it will certainly hurt him. Like Everything is magnified in New York, whether you like it or not, and it's if he comes to the Big Apple, this is the biggest stage, and he's playing in the biggest is sport. Is the reward worth the risk? So the reward would be Super Bowl. Let's say if he wins a playoff game, it's
1: a push. If he gets to a conference championship, okay, not bad. If he wins a Super Bowl, oh, my God. If he misses the playoffs, disaster, right? Is the reward worth the risk?
8: Yeah, I mean, only Aaron Rodgers can answer that, and maybe that's one of the things. Like, he has a great life. He's an all-time great. He lives in Malibu, California. And if he went off in the sunset, I don't think any of us could blame it. Like, This is not for everybody here, and if you're playing quarterback in New York on an NFL team, like, it is, you have stature whether you like it or not.
3: Mm. Okay. When does the— And the pizza's better, and the The bagels and everything else. Look, Mike,
1: when when we say good things about L.A., I don't feel a need to chime in with something negative. I love L.A. What do you got to be negative? Mike,
3: Mike. Um, good morning when key. Do the Jets when do the jets start to panic
8: so I think the next big deadline key is tomorrow at 401 p.m and here's why if I 'm Joe Douglas in the New York jets I'm bringing Lamar Jackson in the building at four o'clock tomorrow because when I go out Thank to you. see when I go out to see him key last week I say look Aaron we love you we want you 60 billion a year whatever we're going to hire an independent new uh, physician out here we're gonna knock out the physical' All you have to do is tell us by Saturday if you're coming or not because, if you remember, when Tom Brady unretired, they were able to salvage Ryan Jensen. And to me, every day now that goes by, guys, that they don't sign Aaron Rodgers, it's hurting. And, And Aaron's coming here to make a lot of money, but also to win a championship, you're hurting yourself. So, to me, I need to know that with Carr off the board, Garoppolo off the board, those are good NFL players. Now, we could quibble if they're B, B pluses, but they're both good quarterbacks. I need to know: Is it Lamar? Is it Stafford? Is it Tannehill? But if I'm the Jets, like, what else does Aaron Rodgers need to know today or tomorrow that he didn't know a couple days ago?
3: Mm. I I mean,
8: other than other
3: than his event he got to go to in June, I guess I don't.
1: So, like, so you've already answered the question. What if Rodgers says no? But Lamar's not necessarily an answer because, as Key points out, push comes to shove. They could say, OK, the Jets want to give you a quarter billion. We're matching. They have those rights. What do they do if that's what happens, right? Key's saying that's what would happen, and they won't even make the offer to Lamar because of the relationship between uh, uh, Doug, Joe Douglas and, and, and Ozzie Newsom. But what if that happens? Rodgers says, no, they make the offer anyway. The Ravens match. Who do they start a
8: quarterback yeah, now you're into calling the Rams again about Matt Stafford. You're into Tennessee looking at Ryan Tannehill. You know, even guys like Sam Darnold and Jameis Winston are off the board. It's like the, the B-level guys. So, you know, maybe you try to trade up for somebody in the draft. You know, like you you, you have to scour. I mean, you even lost Mike White. Yep. Don't you think Ryan Tannehill would probably be the best
4: answer? <laughs> Considering I mean, that game manager, for the talent you have, somebody to kind of keep the locker room stable.
8: Yeah, look, I, I do like Brian Tannehill. He had a good year with us in Miami. I'll tell you what, like, I with the Rams, like, that to me, like, I think the Rams are a little, like, half pregnant. On the one hand, you're trading Jalen Ramsey. You cut Bobby Wagner, but you still have Aaron Donald, and Matt Stafford. Like, so, to me, like, maybe you offer two ones to the Rams for Matt Stafford and try to get three years out of him. Like, I, like, I would scour to try it because you have a really good nucleus. And, you, look, you they're obviously so all-in. Again, they lost out on Mike White. Like, that to me is, I'm not feeling great if I'm the Jets just from a standpoint. Of like, what else does Aaron Rodgers need to know? I know there's a lot of optimism and hope, but let's get him in the building.
4: Let's talk about Chicago for a second and Ryan Poles. What are, what are your thoughts around the moves that the Bears have made this far?
8: Outstanding. I think he's done a great job. Now, look, I've been on record. I think, in my opinion, Bryce Young will be a better long-term quarterback than Justin Fields. But if you're going to keep him, I love what they did. Because, first of all, D.J. Moore, to me, has a chance to be a a frontline wide receiver. And then yesterday to go get T.J. Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds, like those are two really, really good players. Um, Nate Davis is a really good guard, so I, I think they've had a really good couple of days. And they could be a team like we're talking about a little bit like Detroit last year where they take a big step forward.
3: What else do they need to do, though, to take that step forward, though, Mike? They still got a bunch of cash. They still got draft picks. And I know you like D.J. Moore. I like D.J. Moore, too. But, he, you know, he's. I need to find me a guy. I need to find me an alpha dog. I need to find a Kelvin Johnson. I need to go get me that
8: guy. Yeah, I totally agree, Keith. Now, I don't think that's going to happen in free agency. You know, Jacoby Myers is maybe the best guy out there. The draft, this is a great year for the draft. Um, but they certainly do, Keith. Look, they got Darnell Mooney. They got Chase Claypool. And now they have D.J. Moore. They certainly could use another guy. I don't know. Maybe that's in the draft with someone like Jackson Smith and Jigba. He should be there at 9. Um, he's had durability problems, but when he's played, he's been very good. Look good in that cone drill from what I saw. <laughs> he's an athletic <laughs> it's guy. Too, Mike,
4: you know, knowing that Eagles have lost some players on the defensive side too, but, you know, just going back to this quarterback thing for a second, if the, the Jets do find a way to not get Aaron Rodgers, that relationship doesn't work out, and they do offer Lamar Jackson this 250 that then, let's say, hypothetically, the Ravens would then match. If you're Jalen Hurts, what are you worth? Yeah, Like, where, where does that conversation yeah. start? Because you're I, watching all this right now.
8: Yeah, no, I, I've got a record. When you look at Jalen Hurts, there's four guys. Lamar, Jalen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. When those four guys are all said and done this year, someone will be pushing $60 million. Because if Jalen Hurts gets – and, and if I represent any of the four, I would say we're not making a phone call to Labor Day. Let the other three guys carry our water, and then we're going to come in on top. And, oh, by the way, like, I'm telling – if I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm not coming in without a new deal. Like, he has as much leverage – Again, he was a second-round pick, so there is no fifth-year option. He's 17 games away from being a free agent. Obviously, they could franchise him, but his leverage is, hey, I'm not showing up without a new deal. Mike,
3: just this tampering period just started yesterday, right? So far, who's hurt themselves by not trying to get anybody and who's hurt themselves by not retaining
8: their own players? Yeah, well, you know, the obvious one is Philly. You know, they lost a number of guys. They're going to lose a few more. Um Look, they, they we knew it was going to happen defensively, and I think we're going to see a, they're going to have a couple more defections. But you know, when you lose a guy like Javon Hargrave, he's a great uh, interior pass rusher. You know, they lost Epps, they lost T.J. Edwards. They're probably going to lose a couple more guys. And then the one that like really surprised me that I think is so interesting is Hargrave going to San Francisco because they got Javon Kinlaw, they got Eric Armstead. They're yeah. going to cut Kinlaw though. Yeah, and and maybe uh, um, they have two other guys, Sampson, Ecuiban, and. Charles and who are both free agents, but just given what else they needed, Key, I just thought I didn't see that one coming, but it's a really interesting signing.
1: They just like them. I think that's a big uh, upgrade, I suppose.
8: Yeah, and, and, you know, Kinlaw was a was a top 15 pick for them, and usually, you know, they, they hit on a lot of those guys, but, like, those to me are some of the headlines from yesterday.
1: Yeah, hopefully the. Uh Floor falls out for the, uh, for the Eagles, and they completely collapse. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN <laughs> oh, NFL front office insider. Good to see you, Mike. Thanks, guys. Right, Last okay. year, the Jaguars spent the most money in free agency with one of the two guys who'd been the presumptive number one pick of basically his whole college career in Trevor Lawrence, right? And they not only made the playoffs with the new head coach, new regime, they want a playoff game. This year, the Bears, with the other guy, who with high school was 1B to Trevor Lawrence's 1A, Justin Fields, spent the most money in free agency. Are they, are the Bears this upcoming season's Jaguars? KJM ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes
7: when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any.
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
6: Breaking news, the Panthers have decided to move up to take the number one spot from the
2: Bears. The Bears were in position to make this deal, and they had multiple
7: suitors for the number one overall pick.
6: Oh, this is a slam dunk for the Chicago Bears. You're talking about, you know, the fact that they got Justin Fields, and now he has true number one in DJ Moore. The teardown was the right move, and now this is a quality move by
1: a second-year general manager beyond a quality move. Keyshawn J. Willimax, ESPN Radio. Joined now by Alex Brown, former NFL defensive end, NBC Sports Chicago Bears analyst. Good morning,
5: Alex. Good morning. How are you? What's up, Alex? What's What's going on? How y'all doing?
4: We're doing good, man. Good. Maybe not as
1: good as your Bears right now. What do you think about the moves from yesterday?
5: I love it. Love it. Um, Ever since we got that... First pick, um, uh, big thanks to Coach Smith for winning that last game uh, at Houston. So ever since we got that pick, I mean, the excitement in Chicago has just been insane, honestly. So uh, seeing these picks or seeing the trade made with Carolina and then seeing the picks, uh, the pickups with free agency, they're just getting a lot of versatile players on defense and a little help for Justin Fields uh, on the offensive side. So it's good to see.
3: Alex, who do you think uh, will have the biggest impact out of so far of the the guys that they acquired, whether it's D.J. Moore, whether it's the defensive players, who will have that impact immediately?
5: I think it will be a toss-up between uh, Tremaine Edmonds and D.J. Moore. Uh, Just what he brings as a number one receiver or the closest thing that we've seen in the Chicago Bears organization – as a number one receiver in a long time. So uh, Tremaine on the other side is just a, he's a captain. He's a leader. He is a, he's a, he's an alpha dog. That's what he is. You bring him in. He can play all three linebacker positions. He is a guy that fits perfectly in Matt Iverflew's system. It's a, one of those guys will be it, but it's a toss up. I'd love to see both of them uh, have a great impact. And then that be the conversation like, hey, who had the biggest impact?
4: So, Alex, obviously, you know, making a decision to drop down in the draft, uh, some people were speculating that they thought the Bears should take Bryce Young. I thought those people were crazy. Uh, I think the Bears have a superstar in Justin Fields. How do you see Justin Fields taking the next step uh, in his career? Like, what do you see that being as the next step?
5: Uh, Winning football games because of him. Um, I think uh, from the pocket, I really don't. I honestly, that doesn't bother me a whole lot. I just care about winning. I don't care if he has to run or if he has to throw it. I just, what I care about is his process, uh, him processing information in the pocket. And I think it has a lot to do with the offensive weapons that he has because guys have to get open. It's hard for a quarterback in this in the NFL to throw in these small windows. You have some really good defensive players. So him taking another step um, and us uh, seeing this on both his athleticism and with his mind from the pocket would be a great thing to see.
3: Alex Brown, former NFL defensive in NBC Sports Chicago analyst, joins us this morning on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Um, when you look at the division, Alex, and you talk about mm-hmm. Minnesota, Green Bay mm-hmm. without Aaron Rodgers, Detroit yeah. making a Oof. little bit of a run last year, kind of mm-hmm. giving us some excitement there. At the start of the season in September, where do you see Chicago in the division?
5: What a chance to win it, honestly. I mean, I'm hey, let Aaron Rodgers get up out of there, honestly. I don't, I, I'm not gonna cry at all. I mean, he's given us hell for a long time, so get him out of there. Let him go give somebody else that. So uh, I, I think it's a it's a toss up. I, I don't think um, the Minnesota Vikings are as far away as their record would have uh, indicated last year. So from the pack, I think what Detroit is doing is is really good, and they're playing really good football uh, with Campbell over there. So, But with the athletes that we're getting, uh, the Chicago Bears are just kind of bringing in, and, and the draft to come. You got a chance to go surprise some people and be a year ahead of time and win this division uh, and people thinking you have, you're a year away.
1: Alex, how would... Along the lines of that last question, you know, Mm -hmm. the Chicago Bears have never had a great quarterback. Not in the Super Bowl era. Never had a great quarterback. Haven't had that Ah. a great one who was great for the Bears. No, you're right. No, Sid Luckman. What do you mean? Who was great? Right. Right. So, so, Sid Luckman. So, yeah, Sid Luckman. Exactly in the Super Bowl (laughs) era. Exactly. So now you got one who we don't know what he's going to be, but Mm -hmm. at least we can say there's the potential for greatness. Right. Like he Mm -hmm. has all the physical tools. Um, Rodgers being out of the division, that's something that Minnesota doesn't have. Kirk Cousins is what he is, nice quarterback, whatever. And Jared Goff's had a nice career so far, number one overall pick, and they look good. He looked good last year, but also not a guy you're thinking, that guy is going to the Hall of Fame one day, right? How much can you say the hopes of the city are on the future of, I know it depends what you put around him or that, but Justin Fields, becoming great like what does that mean in Chicago when you've never had that before and it's a football obsessed town
5: I, I think it's yes you can put a lot on it you can put a lot on it but let, let's let's be honest here what we we're able to pick up in the draft for next year if this doesn't work out and Justin doesn't take that next step if Poles and Eberflus wants to they can go after Caleb next year they can, they can re- reset this whole thing if they don't see what they want to see from Justin Fields. So I think the Bears are sitting in a great position um, with, with Justin Fields. I think if he takes that step, he'll be the guy they build around. And, and this division is up for the taking, honestly. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, it's definitely up for the taking.
1: Mm-hmm. Alex Brown, ladies and gentlemen, NFL defense fan, NBC Sports, Chicago Bears analyst. Whether or not Fields takes that next step, the Bears are in a great position with this new regime, according to Alex. Thank you, Alex.
5: All right, Alex. right Alex. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.
1: I, I mean, I think it's fair to say the Bears are the biggest winners in free agency so far. They've been on a spending spree. They've acquired good players in a trade and in free agency, right? Not at... The mo- well, you know DJ Moore is a good player, not a great one, but a good one. They got a linebacker, a really good one who's young, but that's not a position nowadays that flashes the way you know doesn't uh, get drafted <clears throat> number one stuff like that, number top five yeah, my, usually. My,
3: my head hurts when I hear people say that they got to look. Maybe if it doesn't work out. They could look at, you know, replacing Justin Fields. I'm like Caleb
4: Williams. I it'd
3: mean, be like two years in, man, come on. The guy hasn't even had a chance to really get his
4: feet underneath them. Shiny quarterbacks, man, you know. shiny. Yeah,
3: but they don't say that about a lot of quarterbacks in their first two years that struggle and don't have anything around them. They give them opportunity to put stuff around them before, you know, you don't start getting rid of that guy to his fourth year.
1: But what but what I think he is saying, what Alex is saying, and I think that's right, Key, is now he's bit whatever happened, happened. He's been in the league a couple of years. They're putting stuff around him to the point where at least you need to see him moving in the right direction. But this is
4: also not, like, the regime that – But he was moving that, in the right direction the last re- season. This is not the regime that picked him as well, right? Right,
1: right. Like, so it's a different regime. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. My
3: good friend Ryan Poles knows better. <laughs>
1: Chance meetings on uh, Michigan Avenue. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, yes, guys. Progressive insurance. If the Aaron Rodgers trade goes down, who will regret it more? Rogers, the Packers, or the Jets? A ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.